You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. As always, I'm Lauren. As always, or most times, I should say, I'm joined by Mike. Um, as you guys know, we have been on a bit of a hiatus slash scheduling slash slash all bunch. Um, this is completely my fault again. No! We're, we're back it's... onto the... I think we'll be good because we're back into the deathmatch season now. Yeah, deathmatch um, season here. And also, for me, like, as a Jew, as a Jew, I got the high holy days as well. So, like, this... These few weeks is like a. Pain I'm a junior in the Jew. Um, You're as an junior Italian, Jew. <laughs> so I observe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the high holidays, it's always tough for me to schedule stuff as well. And of course, I've been going through my own stuff. But um, to everyone, when is been... Passover? Passover is not until like March. April. When do you have the. Um... The Seder? Well, no, because you know, we were just talking about bourbon, everybody. And uh, <laughs> Buffalo Trace has kosher bottles. And I have oh, all yeah. And. Right. I, I don't know. Can you tell me the rules of Passover? You can't purchase anything. No, with Passover, you can't have any leavened bread. That's like the biggest. Okay, but what rule. about the purchasing thing? Because on um, the bottles, of I, Trace, I, don't, they, I don't, I don't follow that. I've, I've never. It says you were purchased by an independent third party Jewish council to hold the barrels. So yeah, Passover. Yeah, probably you can have them during Passover. That's probably like the most opportune time i'm not sure what else though um they're good implies. they're good yeah I mean, they probably are inspected though by like a you know, you know like on certain food labels there's like the star yeah, no, David. It's, it's, a, it's the same a, thing probably with the chicago rabbinical council inspected oh chicago above. rabbinical council okay yeah but yeah um yeah my neck of the woods but yeah no thank you to everyone who's been checking on me and i day by day it gets better and better but yeah i mean we're back Lauren's back he's better than ever Okay, Bischoff. He's having a little Bardstown bourbon and no Michters. Michters. Oh, he's having the. Oh, you got a Michters rocks glass too, and I am having Michters as well. We're yeah, we're both having. Today. I know we're like watch us like turn the day where we're like yeah, let's stop talking about deathmatch wrestling, start talking about bourbon and wrestling for no I'm apparent totally reason. I'm totally down to do that. I've been pushing it, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll give you a little a preview. So I didn't even tell you about this because I was just so upset about it. Uh-oh. But dude, my account got um. Oh my god! Yeah, it did. And de recommended for like a few weeks because yes, it's a, a bourbon. Yeah, Doesn't all be- the deathmatch stuff that I've been posting for the last three years. No, that's fine. But <laughs> a, a bourbon bottle, they had a but, big problem with it. But can we talk about the fact that Unf and Believable got tagged for deathmatch stuff, and they had to restart their it, account it, all over? Remember when they had that whole? Oh, he got his account taken down. Yeah, he got his account taken down for deathmatch stuff, but you, you get buy off of it. It's like it makes no sense. Well, dude, I always say this, and I was just talking to the Spooky Does podcast, and I was like, "Unbelievable is the best deathmatch account, like bar none. Like it's, it's better than mine because he posts everything. I'm kind of he, very he careful. he's an ult. He's like the ultimate historian, though. Like he's been around it for such a long time. Twenty something. Yeah, 20 he was at the years. first TOD. That yeah, was like the he first. Was. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, we're back. But yeah, let's talk about term of death. I mean, CW. The the I, I saw the message that you sent me today that whether rain or shine, yeah, they're gonna like, do term go. of death. Here uh, the, we go. Rain, pain in the rain, as some as some are calling it. Um, from what I know, I know Kid Bandit was the one big notable that is out now. Um, all I my- was gonna sponsor through Kings Road. Kid Bandit. And I, I messaged Kid Bandit and I asked if Kings Row would be a brand you wanted to work with for the show. And she was very receptive, said that she'd be honored, that it meant a ton, that she loves the 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 brand. And I was super pumped about it. So that and was like, course, I, I know. was going to need to see Kid Bandit. And now they're not on the show anymore. Um, Yeah, no, so Kid's I'm, the I'm sweetest. Upset. I know. I just saw Kid literally at Big Gay Brunch. Like one of her last probably shows for a while now with the arm injury and of course i want to give my best wishes to kid after um she put out that she has cte at a young age yeah, too like I, I i never anymore i i could never even fathom having to deal with that so um all my best wishes to kid but as i say the show's gotta go on i mean we got big f and joe returning good friend of the show judge joe, joe Dredd, Dredd, who i have become a i became a fan I will say King of the Kill really made me a fan of Judge Joe Dredd. I think he has a boatload of potential. I also love his manager, Steven Jury. I, I like his whole freaking right up my freaking hilarious. Freaking yeah. hilarious. Um dude, have you seen I don't think you have, but have you seen the Facebook groups lately? I've not. With the I've so the not. whole like tournament of death thing, they're like, oh, Kid Bandit can't come anymore, right? So everyone's yeah. like, oh, that sucks. Kid Bandit can't come anymore. Then like a bunch of people are like, oh, I don't understand. Why I have to like a wrestler because they're trans. Nobody what? said that. No one said that. And they're like, oh well, if I don't like them, that means I'm a transphobe. Like, no. You, you brought you <laughs> brought the agenda to the party. That's I don't, not you our don't problem. Have to like Kid Bandit. No, you don't. But like, like nobody's saying that here. But no, we like just, Kid Bandit, and we're we, upset that they're not on the show anymore. Exactly. Is that like, okay? Um, but it, also, I'm trying to think the groups, and it was probably a, a good I, idea. I, I left the groups, and I couldn't stand it. I mean, I'm on a Discord, and I'm considering leaving that too. But I need it for my news, and I need stuff. I need to be in the know, and I want to hear what fans have to say and interact with fans. But some yeah, of these fans off about that. They're like, oh, I'm some of these old. fans drive me nuts, and I, I feel we shouldn't have to keep repeating this episode after episode either. That's the thing, like. We should have a, it's like a segment of what's going on in the Facebook groups. <laughs> we should. Um, but in all seriousness, though, um, yeah, I mean, Mickey and Bobby are going to have a rematch, I know. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think Oren is in the tournament again. Mm-hmm. Who's he facing? No, Maga Butcher. No, no. <laughs> After last year's, um, you know, <laughs> no more manga butcher. He's in Japan with our hey, friend Pondo and, Akira, and, and Remington and Akira. My two. Which, I'll be You'll be, I guess, watching at home. Yeah, if I have the time. Um, the thing I was, I was speaking of that group that you just mentioned. Um, from the bottom of my heart, I hope they hear this whenever they hear this. But I'm so incredibly happy for Akira and Remington. I, Akira Takeda looks freaking awesome. Remington as well had a great match. It was with Wakamatsu. Was it with Wakamatsu? Wakamatsu, yeah. It was with Wakamatsu. I mean, 
I, I saw the great photo of a, of Remington and um, Takeda. Re, uh, did you see that photo of Takeda taking Remington's machete? Yeah, that was beast. That was amazing. But I'm just so I'm so fucking happy for those two. Like I literally have supported those two. Literally, me and Akira. Literally, I kid you not. I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. Literally, TOS weekend. Me and Akira had a talk at the bar, the showboat. And Akira was just talking to me about stuff. It was kind of the first time me and him had talked in a long time. And then he told me about Japan. And he whispered in my ear, like, I'm going to go to Japan. I want to do this. And I'm like, listen, like, if you need someone to support you, I will gladly do it. Little did I know, like, this whole Japan trip happened. The guy's fucking around with snake wine with Abdullah Kobayashi. I don't know if you saw the... Probably what it looks like. I haven't seen it. One of the matches of the year with Akira and Takeda. yeah, I mean that looks awesome. Lord, you got to sponsor Akira in that venture. Him and Remington both. I, I literally like Remington's like a kind of a brother to me now. I mean that we have Super a nice person, one of the sweetest people. You can go Alumni back and listen to the, the interview. Me, you can go back to the interview that we had with him as well. Um, but definitely going to do a follow up with both of them. Definitely after the Japan trip. We need to do a follow-up um, with their with their seemingly their leader. Yeah. Um, Man Man Pondo, who he kind of explained it. Um, I've been doing some podcasts with him for, for GCW. Well, and the death match, he baby. mentioned that he wanted to take over people who encompassed the Baka Gaijin uh, mindset of like a foreigner who has no fear. And he he believed that Akira and Remington were perfect um examples of that. So that's why those two yeah. went over with them. Um, um it's just so yeah, it's just so I love, cool. I love so Wakamatsu. Cool. I love Wakamatsu. Those are two matches I really want to see. And congratulations to both of them. Yeah. I, I I just from the bottom of my heart, like it makes me so giddy to see Akira and Remington just in Japan just having a great time. Um the other person who had an incredible like round of international trips who's finally back of course, was Neil Diamond Cutter to literally the go. Cutter has been killing it since June of this year with that yeah. Tremont match. Neil has been having an awesome year. If you haven't noticed him having an awesome year, that's on you because he had the the most light tubes in a death match ever. He got to go to Japan. Literally, him and Sakuda had, from what I heard, an awesome match at Die. Which, by the way, if, if you haven't seen any of, like, Dai's stuff, Sakuda's, like, no-ring-slash-ring promotion, highly recommend it. They're getting some great talent in the door. Um, Joel Bateman's going back there. Jack Bennett, who has become a very good friend of the show, is going back there. His first death match ever was in Sakuda. Imagine being okay. like, oh, yeah, you like, my I first like death match. Die. Yeah. Um, if you go on the Die hashtag on Twitter... And I don't go on Twitter a lot, but I have a burner to look at news. So oh. that's a nobody knows about that. But um, the die hashtag has a lot of videos and not a lot of like J- Japan stuff allows the promotion to record like the fans. So you could catch some good stuff on um, the hashtag for, for Sakuda's promotion. So I've seen a lot of cool stuff um, over there. Uh, I remember I, I got like videos of like Drew. Parker over there and die. Yeah. Um, man, I got to get there. You know, yeah, the, we all... the is going in October, but um, 
Yeah, the yeah, Kirk and Hall shows. That's going to be surreal Kirk to me. That's going to be so surreal to me to see GCW and Kirk and Hall. I thought Hammerstein I was like big. There, but... I I wish we could have just can we like fit in someone's bags and just get smuggled into the country? I don't care. Yeah, Masha's going back. A lot of them. Yeah, so not to get too far off, but yeah, we got we got TOD this weekend. Um, and the other which I'll be at this weekend. What's, what's that? ICW No Holds Barred makes its return. Um, quite interesting location. Why don't you tell the the viewers about that? Is that well, the you don't whole... actually know this. I know this. Is that the A Show Center, right? So it was moved to the A Show Center. Center. And the really cool thing about this is towns in Delaware is not that far from Williams. Yeah, I, I know they the made that move. Gonna... Yeah, so yeah, all the people are going to be able to make it. So there's a double header this Saturday. Yeah, um, NHB fifty two. That I can't. I'm going to say this just real quick. I never thought. I mean, this is even before the working relationship that I have with NHB happened. Like I never thought an NHB would even have 50 events, let alone 50 volumes of the chains. They're already at volume 52. And honestly, I really, really like this card. Like this might be one of my, this might be one of my favorite NHB cards. I mean, I'm just going to go through a top to bottom, like Murdoch's facing MM3. I fucking love that match. Um, Tommy Vendetta is facing Colby Carino. I know people kind of are iffy on Colby, but I I don't mind Deathmatch Colby Carino. I think it's kind of refreshing. I mean, he's 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 inheriting his dad's DNA as we speak. He had a, a good match at Sean Henderson with Rena. Yeah, that looks good from what I saw. Um, you know what I'm impressed about with this whole NHB thing? Yeah, because we we have GCW, which is you know that's obviously my favorite promotion. Um. But and they run a lot of shows. Like they've run far more than fifty shows. Everybody knows that. But uh, the really impressive thing about NHB is they've run fifty-one now, going on fifty-two deathmatch shows, like full-on ultra-violent deathmatch shows, which take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of planning. It's really hard to do. And not to take anything away from GCW, they run a lot of shows, but not all of them have been full-on like. <laughs> TOD tournament style shows. Yeah, so that's why I think this is so impressive that they've run so many shows that they they've they've gone all out pretty much on every single car, right? And I think that's the really impressive thing. Yeah, and um, going through the rest of the car, I mean, we got Otis Koga versus Casanova of Valentine. Those two seem to have good chemistry. Otis is someone who surprises me. He always finds a way to surprise me in one way or another. I like him a lot. Like the match that I look back at with him that I was able to see live was Dillinger and Otis at RPW. That was really good. That was really he's actually, good. Actually, you wouldn't think this, but he's a super nice dude. He is. Oh, yeah. I've talked to Otis. He's great. You would think but, like he looks like a mean You, you know what? This match, this next one, though, is fucking terrifying. And I'm scared for everyone in the building. Dr. Redacted versus Pool. I don't want to be with cruel anymore uh i'm just gonna say it really hurt me last time you didn't i don't think you knew about that wait what yeah he fucked me up bad dude what did he do what did that monster do but i was behind a pane of glass oh i I wasn't paying attention and he just punched oh oh that (laughs) 
dude, I got so like covered. Casey yeah. actually came up to me and started helping me like get everything off of my head. <laughs> like that's how like she came to my aid because he's a psychopath, <laughs> dude. I've met cruel. And I, I, I'm not going to say whether masked or unmasked because I am legally entitled to not say so. But that man has the strongest handshake I've ever felt in my life. He's huge. He is terrifying. He is yeah, terrifying. Yeah, that guy's really big. He's but, really, um, I can't believe that he was able to break that. Dude, like he has huge fists. Like well, when he, I dude, shook his hand, yeah, no, he just, he just yeah. whipped it. It was like a whip. Um, but no, him and Verdacted, that's just gonna burn the house down. And, and I'm afraid to go down. by him because I'm afraid I'm gonna get in his way. No, you never do. He, he he's well, it's if tunnel I vision. Do it, I think that he would throw me. <laughs> tunnel vision. He he literally wrestles in tunnel vision. It is terrifying. Uh-huh. But um the other Redacted will give him a run for his money though, so we're rooting for the doctor there. Of course, we're rooting for the good doctor. Um the other match that this one I'm I'm trying to remember the last time these two have faced in any promotion. I feel like it's something in Mid-South. But Reed Bentley versus Matt Tremont. That's... Dang, Reed's back. He, he's back. He's been back for a little bit. He came Reed back to Chicago. One of, best, um, one of the best technical deathmatch wrestlers, yeah, right? in my he's opinion. He's really, really good. He's the, really tough. I, I always say this, and people don't realize it, but he has one of the best regal plexes in all wrestling. You know, as a really good one, a really good um, brain buster is Murdoch. Yeah, Murdoch has a great brain buster. Um, oh, wait, Murdoch's but... gonna come this weekend, so I gotta have him go get the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if Murdoch wants to have a swig with all three of us at Fight Club, well, I texted Murdoch. Well, I was talking to Murdoch. Um, I, I texted him and I was like, I forgot you're from Kentucky. Like, yep. I, I never realized that that you live there. He's near like, that Kentuckyana area. He's very close to it, from what I know. So, so he's in uh, Bourbon Country, which yeah, is, is uh, what Lauren and I are partaking in as we speak. Yeah, Bourbon Country, baby. But of course, the big two matches, the one that everyone's been looking forward to, the one that hopefully ends this entire year long. War, Atticus Kroger, Danny oh, DeMonta. Nope, Atticus Danny. I'm talking about the grudge match. Somebody, so Justin Finn of Kings Road Wrestling texted me and said, "Is this like a real thing? Like, or, it doesn't seem like it's part of the show. Like, it seems like they don't like each other." And I was like, I, "I really don't know." And you know what? I'm gonna say this, but that makes the illusion ten times better. The fact yeah, that people, leg- that, I mean, Atticus's promos have been nothing short of phenomenal. For like, Danny is bringing out the Atticus that I appreciated, that I fell in love with. Like, this is like these shoot promos have been nothing more, nothing less than spectacular. I mean, hell, Middens fucking took skewers New Year's weekend from Atticus. He did take them, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, what and enough's enough. Time to put the cards down. Time to see what happens. Can Danny finally put an end to 440's madness at NHB? And uh, I mean of so course no Beverly this weekend. No Bev. No Bev. Well, I guess the Bev is probably gonna win TOD again. I don't know. I don't know about that. Isn't Eric Ryan also in? 
Um, Enrique is in it, I believe. Enrique Ryan is in TOD. Um, but seriously, like, yeah, our good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Crest Lord, our fucking dude. Um, yeah, of course, the main event is you lose your brand. Kirk will vie for the North American death or the American death match championship. I'm rooting for Brandon here. Let's go, Brandon. I'm a, I'm a Kirk. I have really enjoyed Hoodfoot's run. Hoodfoot is an interesting fellow. You know why? Mo Maurice, he chews. He does chewing tobacco. He dips. And when Jimmy Buffett passed away, he like did a tribute to Jimmy Buffett. And I was like, I do not expect you to be a big Jimmy Buffett fan. I'm like that is, I love that. Like he he's just a, a unique individual with layers. I feel like that we don't know about him. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Hoodfoot's the he's the coolest. I've hung out with him a few times over the year. I've had a beer with him. I've smoked with What's him. What's your favorite Hoodfoot match? Ooh, you know this one has such a soft spot in my heart because it was like the first time I really, really got to see Hoodfoot. But him and Tommy Vendetta at RPW's debut show in Chicago was so good. I ha- that was the first time I saw Tommy, and Tommy flipped me off because I flipped him off. Everyone was flipping off, so I kind of went with the crowd. And Tommy literally—that's a good man. Tommy literally got my face in that. Loved the guy, and then Hoodfoot. The greatest part of that match was his dad was in the crowd. I remember he posted about that. That's another thing. Like his social media is cool because he, he posts stuff like that. He's like, he I'm just... showing my dad what I do. And I'm like, that's really cool. I liked um Hoodfoot versus this is a random one, Manders. Yeah, that was that foul. They, they were dipping in there. Yeah, dude, I love that match. That was a good one. I but like Deathmatch Manders, so that was a that's, cool one. Deathmatch Manders is a good one. It's crazy to think he was a former University of Iowa football player turned into a professional he was, wrestler. He was like yep. a frap, Steve, guy too, Steve like Manders. That's who we're talking about. Up, oh, went um, shoot skis. <laughs> Hoodfoot also fought Brandon when he won the title. Yeah, uh, he won the title. Tachi Boy contraption. Oh yeah, the botching that, like, uh, Yeah, the two that was ridiculous. Like they make uh I think it's mostly Hammer who does that, but yep. hey, Wopper, um, I call him Weapons Master Hammer. He makes some crazy stuff, John. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean there's some awesome stuff. I mean, yeah, this NHB card is one of my favorites, hands down. It, it really is. So if you if you're going to TOD, this, this is gonna be a hitter, to, I think. Yes, this is it's the HO There's so many HB shows. That kind of... are well, they're they're good, but there's some that are like, holy crap, it's good, and you know when that happens. And the one that I always come back to is uh 39. It's when Brandon uh beat Casey for the belt. Um, it was in Newark. That was one of the best death match shows of all time. Now I will always say this. I told Danny halfway through the car that this was the best NHB ever. And that was. And I'm hoping that we have like another hitter like that. That one was was really good. Um. On top of the NHB stuff that we got coming up, there's a, there's a GCW um, title match that I'm very, very excited for. I think that we were talking oh, a little bit about um, in Germany. Lou Nixon coming over to Big Germany. Lou Nixon, yep. To Fatina for the belt. GCW debut. Yep, GCW debut. It doesn't get better than this for Lou. I have... Love Lou's work. And, but this 
this might be the tallest order in Rena's reign, and she's had an incredible reign. There will I, I don't think there will be another UV tile reign like this. You'd have to find it's someone. It's her bell. Out. It's no longer Alex's belt. It's, it's no Rena's longer belt. Drew's belt. It's no longer Murdoch's belt. It is yeah, the Re- Rena's belt? It is Rena's belt? And I mean, I still think the way that war, this War Games match panned out. I think Murdoch's gonna be the one to take that belt from her. Yeah, well, Murdoch's the man, so I, I think Murdoch is gonna do. He's gonna be the MVP of that War Games match, and I think they're gonna set up him and Rena in the process. Well, you know what um, Rena really does with the belt that I love, and Murdoch did this to some extent. But every promotion she goes to in Japan or or here, she, she'll come out she, with the belt on. She brings right? it out. She's everywhere with it. And the thing I loved about when Murdoch was the champion was I remember GCW was in a place where they weren't allowed to do death matches. Murdoch stayed back in Jersey and brought the belt out and defended it against Brandon Kirk at a pro wrestling after dark show. Oh my God. Yes. So <laughs> random, but I love how he was like, he always had the belt with them. Um, so I like the champions that are like that. Like I'll never. Drew, for... It really wasn't on the line that. Much, well, it like. just it was just a weird one with Drew because I think he was he was going through his transition from BJ to Freedoms when he got the belt, and like he was he was kind of looking out one door and going to another. So it was just kind of like they wanted to do it, and then also he just wasn't feeling a hundred percent. It just was weird, dude. I've seen now. A big Japan defense and a freedoms defense now. What was the freedoms defense? Oh, to- um, was it Toru? Murdoch and Toru, and then I saw Drew and Alex. Oh, yeah, Drew and Alex. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, that's crazy to think. Um, It just, wow. I mean, I love when like those belts are defended here in the States. I think it's so cool to me. It's a unique treat. And I know that um, Miedo fought Drew for it. In, uh, yes, he did. But I didn't go to that show. Oh, that's right, you didn't. You went to night one. I, night one, you I went, went to, to night, but night one two. And had a a sad boy day the next day, and I just didn't really want to go. Oh man, that's crazy. It but um, sometimes, right? Yeah. So have we t- we talked since the War Games rosters came out, right? No. Or, oh my god, we haven't even talked since then. Holy crap! Well, this kind of happened. Like I feel like last week was they were they were dropped officially. Yeah. Um, or a Why few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull them up, but of course GCW social media is gonna be like make me go through the, the wormhole on Twitter. So it'll take me a few minutes. But yeah, I mean also the other thing of Germany that's huge is um Janella Gage is happening in Germany for the first time since five years ago. Gage is coming to yeah. Europe and facing Janella, it's been five years. Um, so that hasn't been back since the, since um, the WXW days, like a long time ago. So, what I was talking to um, Pondo about uh, a little bit was that they have a Germany kind of has a, a really uh, unique history with this stuff. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but they had uh, one of the craziest matches ever over there. Um, the Which match? match with Thumbtack Jack. And oh, Drake. God, that's a classic. Um, so they uh, there's a fan base for this stuff over there. So I I fully expect WSW uh, really paved the way for things. And they they they're kind of like 
the GCW of Europe. They are. They kind I of, agree. They do like the mainstream technical wrestling, the lucha, all that stuff. But They're they also awesome. have this this history. That's uh, cool. Loved love WXW. Okay, so I finally was able to pull it up. I apologize. So since we last talked, the official rosters for Team GCW versus Team Freedoms have been issued. So I'll go through Team GCW first. I want to kind of save the best for last. So John Wayne Murdoch, GCW Ultra Violent Champion, Rina Yamashitov, Los Macizos, which consists of, of course, Ciclope and Miedo Shima, and Nick Gage, who I'm assuming is like the team captain if they do a coin toss. But so then on Team Freedoms, I mean, this is like a murderer's row. This is murderer's row. You got Violento Jack, former King of Freedom champion. Current King of Freedom champion, Toru Sugiura, and also GCW Tag Team champion. Takashi Sasaki, also the, he, the founder of Freedoms and current GCW Tag Team champion. Masashi Takeda, one of the only freaking people to have held both um, the GC or to hold the um, BJW Ultraviolet Championship and the Freedoms Championship at the same time, but also as a former GCW Ultraviolet Champion. And of course, of course, we couldn't cap it off without the legend himself, the crazy monkey. Junkasai, his first American match since 2019. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. I mean, like, I, I, I have to tell the story because I was not sure if I was going to be able to go. I didn't know. Now I, you're coming. Well, I know I am, but I was like, when I had this, I'm like, I have to see Kasai in a match. I have to be there to think I'm going to see Kasai, Takeda's return, Sasaki, I mean, for the first time, Violento for the first time, Toru, I mean, Gage and Kasai in the same ring. Like, it is, as a deathmatch fan, it's, it, I don't think it gets any better than this. No, this is you. it, man. I feel like after this, what's what are they really going to promote? Have you thought about that? I mean, I, we haven't even thought that far with NGI yet. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't even know what they're going to promote after this. It's like the end all be all of, uh, you know, if you're not going to, if you're not going to be there, get there. You got to come to this, everybody. If you, if you have the the way to get there, then uh, you got to come. This is going to be crazy. And the next night, night two. Oh my lord! Our boy Matt Tremont is um, facing Kasai. Oh my facing god! Kasai. Dude. So this is uh, like a double double whammy. Like, I mean, I'm I'm curious who else is gonna do another match. And I'm I mean, I'm guessing Takeda. Has to be I'm Takeda. Guessing Takeda, I'm guessing Rena. Do you Probably. maybe here's one for you. Do you see one of the Team Freedoms guys facing Rena for the UV belts? Yeah, that'd be great. Like I could see Takeda Arena. I was thinking Takeda Arena for a hot minute. I don't know. Because listen, everybody, we're not gonna break the fourth wall here, but like <laughs> um, you know, Takeda Arena's not gonna beat Takeda in Japan. 
That's just not how it works. Over no, there. So, of course not. I mean, so they would probably do it here like they did last show with Sasaki. But it's just, it, it's crazy. I mean, Takeda Arena had a great match at Freedoms when like Arena was first on the come up. Have like, they defended the tag belts yet there? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel they like the, I feel like the tag belt thing was kind of just a, a ploy for war games. I it have was a, a stepping stone, yeah. It was a stepping stone, like oh, like Team Freedoms took our tag they belts. Took our belts, yeah. But Nick Wayne and Jordan are not in the match. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if like another tag team steps up or Macizo steps up and takes them or something like that. I could see that. Like, oh, no. th- th- there's there, there's multiple avenues you can go with this, um. But in all seriousness, I mean, Atlantic City, it's the place to be. First week in October, I can't even believe I'm going because then I have the next weekend. I, I'm only doing NHB one night. I'm doing the Friday night, so I'm doing Friday the 13th. Of course, can't do the 14th because of some other stuff I have going on. So, but um, wait, when's NHB in Chicago? Berwyn Eagles that Friday the 13th weekend. No, it's it's gonna be awesome. I mean, I can't. Uh, I, I do want to plug the show. I can't go that Saturday when RPW and ICW are running, but go to both those shows. Fa- family stuff. Just how like, you gonna do Kohlenberg like that, bro? Dude, Colin, I already had to tell. I already break the news to both of them. I cried when I had to break the news. Kohlenberg is the man. Chris is the man. We love. We Danny's love the man. I love Danny. I don't Chris. care what anybody says. <laughs> oh, of course, Dane's like Dane's like our little uncle. He supports this Danny's show with his dude. with his heart and soul. Did he you see? All right, you're not also on the ICW Facebook page, but I am. I'm on the ICW Facebook page. Did you see that guy who was like, "I'm looking to buy female wrestlers in ring clothing"? And oh my god! Shit. Yes, I did see that. I tagged Danny in and I was like, yo, what's going on here? Hey, yo, what? Murdoch commented, he's like, enough with this. <laughs> like, don't do that, people. Guys, please. keep your creep in. Don't do that. That's just, like, how, do, how is that going to end well for anybody? I, I can say so much in it, but I am going to be professional on here and just move on. Um, I also want to talk about a tournament that we didn't I need to make sure I have this right, but congratulations, Jordan Sampson, on winning the DMDU Dream Tournament. That looked pretty crazy from the stuff I saw. That, I mean, I'm gonna say like I, I like you had Clint Margera, you had Neil in that tournament. Um, Joel was in it. Vixen, yeah, you kind of had like the the big hitters for DMDU, and I mean, we, you and me both, we support DMDU with everything. Doesn't. They've been like day one supporters of this podcast. And um, it was so cool seeing Neil and make it in the finals of this tournament. I mean, a guy who literally, by the way, still stands the test of time. Just remember, like, he he was the winner of the very first Prince of the Death. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it's so cool to see him still be, like, revered and beloved in tournaments. Um, the other tournament, I don't know if we talked about Insane 8 since we last came on, but Dr. Redacted Wing Insane 8 was really yeah. cool. I th- oh, we did talk about Redacted Wing Insane 8. A little which, bit, yeah. Which was really cool to me. It's, it's just awesome to see good people do good things. And I mean, 
it, it doesn't get better than that. So, um, yeah, tournament season still going on. TOD's happening now. Um, NGI's on the horizon. We haven't got any information on NGI yet. We don't even know if it's in Chicago. <sighs> we don't because I went on. I, I know, with, uh, I know. With Brett and Steven, and, and he was like, "Well, I, hmm. I, I can't give you any insight because I don't know." Uh, we we are literally in a holding pattern. I'm just gonna say that because, like, I kind of made this tweet, and I kind of want to. I'll take the time that um, I'll take the time to be transparent because I love this city. I love what it's done for professional wrestling. It's to me, Chicago is one of like the meccas of professional wrestling. We have AEW here. We have, we have, uh, okay. Call you, you get at least the cool shit. Okay. You get the cool shit still. Um, we don't have anything. You guys are way more. You have deathmatch wrestling. Shut up. Yeah. But you guys are like the city. I mean, we have, y'all know this. Like we have, we do, but like, I want more deathmatch wrestling here, but I'm also going to say, like there's very few venues here that are willing to let us the to let these promotions dabble in glass. That's and what it, um that's I know. was saying that it's yeah. very difficult over it's there. It's difficult. It's difficult now. I mean, Talia Hall, no way. You're not on a concert hall like that. Like Talia Hall hosts some decent bands. No way in hell you're getting glass in there. It's the crazy Grand, that they were doing the Grand, center stage though. Grand Sports Arena used to but of course as many of you saw there's like there's it's a soccer field well you know they obviously don't want that tarp well so when i walked in the grand sports ring i noticed one thing the the turf was very brand new like it was very brand new yeah exactly like i understand i mean and as i've been made aware some park is basically off limits so and that that, that pains me because i love summit Love Summit Park. It's a great venue. I mean, NGI last year, if you saw it, it we packed the damn house at Summit. That was a good turnout. It was it was the best turnout for NGI ever. Best turnout. And now to basically, well, you just there's we don't know. So I just it pains me because Chicago deathmatch wrestling in Chicago just makes me happy. Like Berwin Eagles. I'm incredibly grateful they're allowing it. I, I am incredibly grateful. And I, I never would have thought such a legendary building. I mean, that building has hosted some of the greatest women's wrestling ever. Like, all your favorite women's wrestlers have wrestled in Berwyn Eagles at one point in their career. And so just to see all that just kind of come to an end, or not come to an end, but just it, the, the choices are limited. Um. Oh, the other thing is, I mean, the other venue, Reggie's, has been hosting Circle Six. And of course, as you know, Akira won the sickest of the six tournament there, which I'm really happy for as well. I mean, oh, yeah, it, that was a Steve and I watched that live. Interesting, that interesting show. Brutal. Really? Not like bad. I mean, they were like going it, no. Like, I'll say, I'll say this. They put up guardrails, and I'm very glad they did that because the first time they ran it, at um Reggie's, there was no guardrails. I could get as I I could be like you at GCW shows and like film that close, but they told everyone to move back. Like the, they did. No, like we they, thought it was a good show too. Like, and I I know like Steve's the GCW guy, but 
like we're both saying like Circle Six has been doing some pretty cool stuff, and like, they do like, cool stuff. But form it's just, their identity. They have formed. I agree with all that, but it's just like they they're one step forward, two steps back. The, well, that, that was just speaking on just that show. Not, that was not, a cool show. That was a cool show. I, I'm yeah. hoping they get the streaming locked down though. That is that is really they, hindering I feel like them. they need that because it's it it's is hindering cool. them. It's a punk alternative, like kind of like they have a great roster too. They have a great roster too. Yeah, it's a roster you want to get behind. Mm -hmm. But it's just when you when you can't when there's no visibility to it, it just takes away from your product. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but it's just it's crazy to me, like. Like Reggie's and Berwin Eagles might be the legitimate two only deathmatch venues in the states. I, I I don't know. It's just crazy. So that's kind of where I stand on that. And I want to be transparent with everyone when I made that tweet. Like from what I'm hearing, there's not going to be a lot of deathmatches in the Midwest, let alone Chicago, which there's, is kind of there's like not. there's not. There's not, and it I can sucks. Say that from personal experience with promoters too, it's it sucks. Difficult. And I will say though, again, Berwyn Eagles is kind of like the unsung hero now in all this because the crazy thing is Berwyn Eagles is taking on a lot of indie stuff now because I'll kind of that's when I look at the Heart Ballroom. Heart Ballroom, yeah. No one ran that before Danny found it. No, and um, I want to kind of give a backstory because I think I. I know we are a deathmatch show, but I'll kind of get this because as someone who goes to local shows, this impacts me. But I can guarantee you that there may never be a wrestling show at Logan Square Auditorium again. Like, really? Well, so I'll flash back to June of this year. And there, so Logan Square Auditorium has had another obligation of this show. It was a Star Wars burlesque show that took over the Logan Square Auditorium from like, May to like September or whatever. So Logan Square Auditorium suggested to freelance and AAW to run this little venue called Irving Hall. I went there like literally the Friday of my birthday weekend, I kid you not. And I go there, it, it was very like two floors, like very open, decent size, but like they didn't get a lot of people in the crowd for freelance. And I'm going there, and there's, like, city officials walking around the building. Like, they're, like, inspecting the bar. They're inspecting all this stuff. I didn't realize until the next morning I got home and I woke up that literally Irving Hall got shut down. You know why? Really? They got shut down because they had no proper licenses. They were basically running there illegally. Sounds like Ian. Well, here's where it gets 10 times worse. Guess who owns Irving Hall? The owners of uh, Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, who? No, the owners of Logan Square Auditorium own Irving Hall. Okay. They just lent the building so they so freelance and AEW can make money. So, like, then, like, basically, like, freelance and AEW have just been flailing. Like, AEW had a, is literally running a bird or an eagle's. Now for the rest of the year, Black oh, Label Pro. Well, it's so Chris runs there now, and Danny, and now Danny Daniels of AAW. 
Um, of course, as many of you know, during Labor Day weekend, Rob Anthony had his last ever death match, the Noah barbed wire with Mance Warner. Did you go to that? No, I saw clips though, and it it was pretty awesome from what I saw. It looked awesome. And Moxley showed up and Mox, yeah. Uh, but it was really cool. But it, like, it, like what I'm getting at is this affects everyone. Like this affects where they can work. This affects what they can work. Like it sucks. I mean, again, there is a point where you don't always need glass for a death match. Thank you, Akira, for that one. But like at the same time, like deathmatch wrestling is dwindling in the city. And it's it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. So um that's where I stand. But again, I don't want to be too doom and gloom. I mean, we're back, we're running, we're up and running. We're trying to get these we're trying to get some interviews locked in for you guys. Don't worry. Um all in all, we are back. Um I can't believe we're back in the swing of things. It's the season of back life. in the saddle. <laughs> back in the saddle. Um, I mean, what two weeks we have Fight Club? It's soon. Oh my god! I have literally fly off. I'll be there from Friday all the way to Monday. So We're I'm coming there. at you with drinks. We got a plan to do something with bourbon and wrestlers. I just pulled Lauren about it. Yeah, and we're, we're gonna make that. I'm gonna make that happen. You're gonna be a part of it. But I'm oh, yeah, of course, get that done for everybody. Yeah, we so got. If you bring the bourbon, I'm coming. Of course, I will. So, um, but I mean, also, yeah, I mean, there's just so much happening. I have a crazy few weeks in October with Fight Club and then NHB on Friday the 13th. Good lord, I hope I don't get like don't like fall on something or some weird bs that day <laughs> um and it's fall i'm in a good mood uh man I, the fall, but that's okay what what are, are you having a are you having a sad boy fall servino i don't like it dude i don't like I don't, really football i don't like the cold weather i don't oh, like I love the football, trees man. are dying I, I don't like pumpkin spice i, I like pumpkin spice. <laughs> i like halloween halloween's great it. Yeah, low key though. Like November's the worst month of the year. Really? I think so. <laughs> I know I'm like weird about that. I'm like probably the only one that thinks that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's a good time. I mean, yeah, I'm two and zero in my fantasy football league. I'm actually doing. I've won. I I do a family survival league as well. I haven't lost yet, so I'm doing fan freaking tastic. Yeah, um, you're killing. Hey, no. For for the the lows we have in this life, there are highs. I'm just gonna say that. So, um, thank you to everyone who's been supportive over the few weeks or so. It's it's kind of it's real. It's been really nice having the support. Um, I didn't want to end this show because as we were recording this a few days ago, it was Neil Diamond Cutter's birthday, but it was also Marcus Brain's birthday. Um, and I wasn't able to put anything out that Sunday, but I put out something Monday, and um. I miss Marcus. I miss him every day. I, I know you as well love being around Marcus. And you, for someone who literally got into deathmatch wrestling, Marcus couldn't have been a better person to be around. He stand the test of time too. With if you look back on all the stuff that he did, it mm-hmm. was um, it's still like unbelievable. It's still um, awesome. and it's crazy because I, I if I ever get asked to like do a speech on Marcus or anything like that, I will tell the story. 
Like it, it, it goes to my grave with him, but I didn't know Marcus until literally I helped save his life. And, but I, I donated money for his surgery when he had that huge injury. And literally I did, I wouldn't have known him without Nick Hausman, who of course, as maybe know, big wrestling journalist. Is that the, oh, okay. Yeah. And it literally are one of our, our live, um, we did an ad for him. He's done an ad for us for House of Wrestling. Literally one of the biggest wrestling podcasts in the world. Um, it's just crazy to me. Um, Hausman, without House Nick Hausman, I wouldn't have known Marcus Crane. And without Marcus Crane, I don't know if I would have done this podcast. I don't know if like I I, I literally told people like Jimmy Lloyd and all that without Marcus, I don't know where I'd be. I don't know if I'd even know of Deathmatch wrestling without guys like Marcus Crane. I mean, Marcus... Well, landscape wouldn't be the same either. It wouldn't. Um, no way, because if you look back at all the stuff he was doing, it was in the Howell days, and that kind of set GCW up for it, the... He was one of the trendsetters. He was, one, he was one of the trendsetters. 100%. And um, it's just... It, it's crazy that he's gone. It's crazy that it's been a year since he's been gone, too. Like, it, it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't feel real. Like, I just, no, I miss him every day. I mean, like, I, I watch nothing but the best. I know Angel is trained to become a professional wrestler, has already become a professional wrestler. I'm so fucking she happy. She's got for a her. couple titles now, too. So, she, that's... She, I'm, I'm so happy for her. I'm over the moon for her. I wish her nothing but the best. And then she's still running the Dream Eater store as well, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm grateful for all that Marcus gave me. Literally, could have, he could have paid me no mind, but literally made me feel at home. So happy belated birthday, Marcus. This one's for you. Ah, uh, yeah. This one is for you. <laughs> I took two swigs. I cheated. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to end. I mean, hug your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Don't don't let them forget that because you never know when this is all going to be over. It's crazy to think that, but that's just how it is. Um, yeah, I mean, again, we we covered a lot. Um, shit as well, RPW. I know I had to give a shout to RPW as well because they wanted me to do a little more nudge nudge to King of the Kill. Tommy winning, Redacted looked great. Joel looked great. Joe, Schlack, Crazy King, everyone was so freaking great in King of the Kill. And RPW's killing it, man. I mean... If if there is a promotion that can light the fire in Midwest Deathmatch Wrestling, RPW is that fire that we need. Mm-hmm. Like a true grassroots Midwest company. And, and if you didn't see, they are running a no-ring show at a skate park. I did see that. Which is going to be pretty freaking sweet, I'm just going to say. That's going to be pretty freaking sweet. So, um, like, just support your local indie promotions. Support your Deathmatch promotions. Support us if you want. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> we, we appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, until next time, fellas.
This has been a Countout Podcast.